0: Hey there, hi there, ho there. Today it seems like it's gonna be the Katie cast. You know, Taylor she's here, but is she really here? So we're gonna just jump into it. This week we are finally reviewing Scott Pilgrim vs. the world, which is a comedy action movie, uh, has a really big cult following. Um, I mean I can definitely see why. I let we'll get into let's just get into how we feel. I personally feel like in this genre, it was one of the best movies of the genre that I've ever seen. Taylor kind of feels differently, but that is okay because we can have different opinions around here. So Scott Pilgrim is based on a graphic novel about a guy who has to go through seven evil ex- exes of uh, the, g- the girl he wants, who is Ramona Flowers. I love the names in this movie they're kind of they're quirky. I've never carried the podcast this much, but I'm 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 just gonna learn along the way. So we got Michael Sarah's Scott Pilgrim. The most Michael Sarah of Michael Sarah characters. He's awkward. He's lean, but he's got all the ladies because why not? Um and then Mary Elizabeth Wins Winstead as Ramona. I always thought she was Brie Larson. Bree Larson is another person in this cast also the girl um the drummer I also thought she was Brie Larson for a minute I'm like who is Brie Larson here because they all have really short hair they kind of have the same facial structure and I, I don't know I think Brie Larson is just haunting me to be honest uh we also have Anna Kendrick as Scott's sister I don't think this was one of her strongest performances but you know I was okay. She wasn't a strong character. She was just kind of there to be like Scott. What the heck? What the heck? So this movie, um, I really actually enjoyed it because of the structure of the movie. Because it's not a typical. It's not a typical narrative structure. You know, like you have this ord. You know, I'm an ordinary guy kind of thing, and he's going on a journey of self-reflection and like he's gonna have this redemption arc and he never does he's a very static character I would say. I don't think he's very dynamic. I I feel as though, you know, it's going for this video game theme. It's got a lot of graphic novel and video game influence on it especially with the effects and also with the plot. It's kind of it's not there's exposition rising action, climax, falling action. It's like, okay, we're at the next level. We're going to the next boyfriend. We're going to the next boyfriend. We're going to the next boyfriend. And that's kind of where his character development goes. And... I, I don't know. I really enjoyed that. I kind of like fast-paced stuff when I want it fast-paced. And that's what... I don't... I didn't really want this movie to be slow. I didn't want to be a slow build. I just wanted to get right into it. And that's what it did. And that's what it's meant to do. But, like, that's not everybody's preference. I actually think the first act of the movie was so fun. And I loved it so much. I do think once we started getting through the guys towards the end... I would say, like, around the twins. That's where it started to just lose me a little bit because I was like okay who are the twins again and I was like because that's when she showed the list of like okay here are the rest of the guys you need to defeat Matthew Patel, Lucas Lee and Todd Ingram I would say are the three biggest ones. That's why I would say like it would have been cool as a TV show I would say many series you know could spin like one episode per guy or something like that I liked the awkward humor I would say, and I would, you know, my favorite quote, my favorite joke of the entire movie is, I was bi-curious, well now I'm bi-furious, I am bifurious. furious i do not know why that just got to me, I just thought it was so funny, mm-hmm. and then my other one, which I've always heard this joke, but I never knew where it came from, bread makes you fat, I love that, because so, you know, I like bread, mm-hmm. I just, you know, I'm trying to carry this as much as I can. Also, um, the guy who plays Wallace, his roommate, I kept looking at him, I'm like, this guy looks so familiar. I've never seen him in anything. I knew like he looked things. like Macaulay Culkin, I was like, that's not Macaulay Culkin, though. And then the Gideon guy, I would never even really understood him that well. What I found really funny is that when Scott, you know, Scott and Ramona and Wallace, they went to the movie set. They were like, we're stalking this guy. We're stalking Chris Evans with some weird eyebrows. Those eyebrows act of its own. He was like, you dated somebody famous? Meanwhile, his ex-girlfriend over here envy whatever. She over here being famous? She famous? You know, Brie Larson, lead singer? You know? I didn't hate her performance. I think I'm just like, Brie Larson, it's just like, let's just stick with short term 12 and broom. she's a talking singer moving her vocal cords like a little bit she has a very taylor swift singing you know like talking and singing at the same time Mm -hmm. i guess let's see i mean there's in terms of the plot because like we said there's not really like a very revealing or just like extraordinary plot. I feel like it's not really necessary to get into it but I guess we can go through the beginning because that's where the plot kind of is. That's like the biggest part. So Scott Pilgrim 22 years old living in this this bunker of sorts um, dating a 17 year old high schooler which is always fun and not controversial at all. Everybody was kind of like uh high schooler Maybe they met at the arcade because that's where they spent most of their time. Uh, The music was really good in this movie. So basically, Michael Sarah, Scott Pilgrim, whatever, he just thinks he's some womanizer guy, you know, thinks he can get all the ladies, which it seems like he can, I mean, according to the movie. sees this girl in his dream I still don't get this whole part but you know maybe that's just the weirdness of the movie that you just kind of have to accept and not question I mean there's a lot of things in this movie that you could question but I'm not going to um and he's like I have to find this girl he sees her at a party and he's like yo you want to know why pac-man is pac-man not puck man and he's like man I'm in love with her and so he's kind of like dating her and then dating the high schooler Knives at the same time everybody around him is saying like hey this ain't cool dude but he's like no but it's what I want cause I'm important I mean I wouldn't say she's like special but I think that's what I do like about the movie is that it's so stupid and just it, it's such a little scenario in the real world cause you know there's a there's a Michael Sarah out there There's a Scott Pilgrim out there just saying, like, I am in love with this girl. I have to get this girl and maybe she's got a few crazy exes, but they took it into just something, you know, crazy, made everybody do karate with one another and have superpowers and be vegan. I like that it wasn't a typical hero's journey because, you know, every video game movie like this it's supposed to be the hero they're just you know they lose something it's it, that's their climax and then they gotta you know gain it back you know they gotta find themselves that did not happen in this movie i think this is a movie i'm just never gonna question i'm just gonna say like i liked it you know and i'm just not it, i mean it, i got to the point where the first guy came around and i was like what am i watching I did not realize this was like superhero action type of thing. It's not superhero, but you know, it's special effects and stuff like that. And then I realized, oh, we're going to be in a movie where you really just shouldn't be expecting realism. I noticed that every girl except for Envy has that short hair style that I wanted when I was in high school. And I actually tried it. It did not work out for me. It was tragic. I looked like a four-year-old um and everyone looked cute with it and i i can never pull it off we've seen this in movies before how did this guy get all the girls and maybe there's just something we're not seeing and it's gone the whole final battle i was kind of just like okay i'm i get it you know knives is over here being like hi i can do karate now hi i'm a ninja and then you know so is michael sarah apparently he comes out with that pink sword and he's like chopped. did like that they kept her in the movie because I thought she was just going to be gone Mm. right after he broke up with her. She got those highlights slapped out of her hair. The guy who played him, Brandon Ruth. The most Brandon Ruth. I feel like every character just fit their the actor just fit their character very well Mm -hmm. in what they played. Maybe it's just because I'm biased, but I just like all the actors in the movie, and, you know, I like that they really embrace the graphic novels type of thing. Because you you could, there's two types of graphic novel craziness adaptations, and there's Riverdale, and then there's Scott Pilgrim. Riverdale doesn't embrace the graphic novel craziness. They just pretend like they're cool. And what they're doing is realistic. And then you have Scott Pilgrim, which embraces the fact that, hey, we're being a little stupid, we're being a little crazy, and that is okay. And we're just going to give it to you. I didn't really care about any of the characters, but I, I don't care that I didn't care. I liked it. I don't think you have to have a personal connection. Not even a personal connection. I don't think you f- you should feel, like oh my goodness, I want this character to live, or I want the best for this character for every movie. Some movies are just there for pure entertainment, I think. And that's this movie. So we are taking a quiz called Everyone Has a Scott Pilgrim vs. The World Character That Matches Their Personality. Here's yours. By Jasmine Nahar, a BuzzFeed staff member. Thanks, Jasmine. Pick an evil ex. I'm going to pick Matthew Patel because I, I don't know what it was about him, but he was my favorite album or Todd Ingram. But I feel like Matthew Patel, you know, the first one's always the classic. Pick a role to play in a band. I am going to be keyboard player because who really cares about a keyboard player? Nobody's gonna be looking at me if I mess up. Pick a Canadian celebrity. I'm going with my girl Ellen Page. You know, she's the lead in my favorite movie of all time, Juno so I gotta pick her. Pick a quote from the movie. Um, you know, my favorite quote isn't on here. Um, but I'm gonna pick. You punch the highlights out of her hair. Pick an old school game. Mario Bros. Brothers. (laughs) Cause obviously. Pick a color to dye your hair. I shall go with red. Pick a movie based on a graphic novel. Considering I've seen like Two and a half of these. I'm gonna pick Captain America Civil War because you know, I'm a Marvel bee. I, can't say. I got Young Neil. You're a very chill and laid back person who really doesn't like getting involved in any drama. You always do your best to be nice to people unless they give you a reason not to be. And when you form a strong relationship with someone, it's pretty much for life. You can be quiet and reserved in a lot of social situations, but it's only because you prefer to observe what's going on and only say something. If you really feel like it's adding to the conversation. I feel like it's pretty active. Hope you guys enjoyed this week's solo podcast. Sorry for probably the messy out of placeness of it all. But Taylor will be back next week. So don't you worry about that. Give us a rating. Give us a review. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Follow us on Twitter at Courage And check out our website at CourageAndDollPodcast.Wixsite.com slash nowplaying. If you don't have Twitter but you still want to tell us your thoughts that we can feature on the podcast. Then email us podcast at gmail.com and subscribe. Bye. This is so awkward by myself. Bye.